that's entertainment listeners this is your pop culture maven jeff malone you are listening to a mini episode of that's entertainment and it's one of the what's jeff watching mini episodes uh here's the deal you know Ampeth and i we talk about a lot of movies a lot of shows a lot of music on our full-length episodes but sometimes we can't get to everything there's just so much out there and there's a few things that Aunt Beth uh, enjoys that I've never experienced and vice versa. So, and, you know, I was getting to thinking, hey, there's, I, I'd like to talk about them. And, you know, we don't always manage to get the organization out for uh, everything, for all the, the, the fun shows and movies and, and, uh, musical performances out there they, they don't all get turned into a full length that's entertainment episode but i do always i do have something to say about maybe 99 percent of everything i watch so i'm like hey you know what i'm gonna start this what's jeff watching miniseries for uh just a grab bag of what we're not covering on the main episodes although we we do reserve the right to eventually cover them on the main episode if it happens to work out that way but uh yeah so um if you're you know, if you're in the mood for That's Entertainment episodes in between the full-length episodes, if if you just want to know what's going on, if you want to check in with us, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm happy for the your listenership, and I'm happy to provide you with my thoughts. Uh, you can, uh, I, you know, you always uh, get, reach out to me if you like and uh, say, hey cool that you're watching that show or whatever or i'm watching this show here's what i think what do you think uh let's have a conversation all right so um on this edition of what's jeff watching i wanted to focus on a couple of things one one uh, overarching uh category and then one uh, one movie on its own we'll start with the one on its own first and that is this little uh small release was uh, came out by it was distributed by shout studios it's called linoleum it stars jim gaffigan and ray seahorn and uh you know obviously i'm a ray seahorn fan because uh and Aunt beth certainly is too we've talked about her plenty we had a a f- whole episode about better call saul uh, anyway, so I found about, out about this movie because uh, I know a few of the people who uh, were uh, producers on it. Uh, my brother, he is uh, film school classmates, or they were film school classmates. Now they're film school alumni, but still friends. And uh, he told me, he's like, hey, uh, uh, some of, there's a movie that uh, some folks produced. Uh, it's going to be playing at uh, this theater and there's going to be a Q&A and uh yeah so one, I know one of the the one of the producers was uh his name's Chad Harbold he uh he's one of the former classmates of my brother he was also there at a Q&A for the screening of this movie that I attended and yeah so I it, I was glad uh my brother passed the word along on to me uh, because I was like, oh, let me see what this movie is. Oh, it stars that person, this person. Let me read the synopsis. Oh, this sounds worth watching. You know, so I'm going to spread the word out about it now to everyone now that I've seen it because uh, it's worth watching. 
uh, you know, I'm not just supporting uh, my friends here. I'm also supporting independent film. Uh, anyway, this is, uh, yeah, so the it's directed by a fellow named Colin West, who um, is a high school friend of uh, producer Chad Harbold. Uh, they, yeah, they, I think that's uh, what he, he mentioned during his Q&A. They go way back. So anyway, this is about... Uh, you know, Jim Gaffigan, he's a suburban dad. Ray Seahorn plays his wife. He's got this, uh, this science show, uh, this, it's, uh, this TV show where he's like, uh, you know, kind of a Bill Nye type of guy, uh, trying to get kids to love science as much as he does. But he also has these dreams about being an astronaut. And then one day this other guy moves into town on the same street, looks a lot like him and he's also played by Jim Gaffigan and uh, this guy is hired to take over as host of the show that the first Jim Gaffigan is hosting and then there's also something going on with the teenage daughter of uh, Jim and Ray's characters because she meets the son of the other Jim Gaffigan character and they have a thing going on and then the ending uh, kind of redefines everything. It's one of those movies. So, uh, yeah, this uh, is out in limited release right now. It came out February 24th. Uh, I think it might only be in New York and L.A., but I check your local listings if it happens to be at uh, some other cities uh, that are close enough to for you to make your way to and if you love seeing things in the theater uh yeah go it's well worth watching but i i believe it'll it'll be on on demand probably i think it was gonna be a 45 day window uh theater theatrically exclusive so probably middle of april i guess that would uh be when it arrives to be uh available for renting on demand and then it uh Within a few months, it'll probably be available on, on one of the streaming surfaces. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you you know if you're a fan of any of the people I mentioned, uh, if you like sci-fi, if you like independent movies, if you like low-budget films making the most out of what few dollars they have to spend, uh, this this is uh, I think you will enjoy Linoleum. So that's that's uh, my. Uh, my push for that movie. Now, uh, also wanted to mention, you know, it's Oscar season. We're in March. And this episode will be arriving in your feed, in fact, the same day as the Oscars. And, um, of course, Sam Peth and I will be uh, arriving soon with our Oscar, our post-Oscar thoughts. And, oh man, I just looked at the calendar. We got to fit that in, in between all the college basketball, because March Madness is also starting soon. Selection Sunday is the same day as the Oscars. What are they doing to me? There is some overlap in between those audiences. I know I'm not the only one who loves both of those things. But uh, anyway, uh, focusing on the Oscars for now... I'm going to, I want to talk about the, the short movie, the short films. Uh, for the last several years, they've been available, they've been playing in theaters. You, you can watch the, you know, you can buy one ticket, you can see all of the animated short films, or all the live action short films, or all the documentary short films. 
Um, although in some cases, depending on the theater, they might break up the documentaries into two programs. So you get like, you can buy one ticket to see two of the documentary short nominees and then buy another ticket to see the other three nominees. Um, a lot of these are also streaming in various places, whether on YouTube or Netflix or Disney plus, um, uh, yeah, those, and maybe some others as well. Uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, you know, just Google that, uh, or, or check the Wikipedia page of these particular movies. Uh, but it, you know, again, if you're someone like me who loves seeing things in the theater, I recommend giving these a try. You don't, you don't get to see short films too often these days. I mean, where are they shown? I mean, they're all, they're available on these streaming sites, but they don't really get promoted that much, at least not that I've seen, unless they're nominated for Oscars, as, as in the case of these short movies. Um, then there's also the Pixar movies, you know, the, the Pixar has a long tradition of showing shorts, uh, and having us salute their shorts before their feature length movies. And, and those will get to play in theaters then. And then those often also get nominated for best animated short. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, but these are, these should be still in theaters at least through Oscar Sunday. So if you get a chance and if it's something you'd like to do, uh, you know, check them out in the theater or check them out at home. Uh, yeah. So l- let's run them down category by category. Best animated short film. These, they also often have just some wonderful titles. Uh, so the animated short nominees are The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, which has a Notable voice cast, Gabriel Byrne, Idris Elba, Tom Hollander, and uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, yeah, so um, then next up is The Flying Sailor, which is pretty much just about a guy. Who, he's, it's based on an explosion from, um, I think, a shipyard or something, or a ship exploded. And this is just a, like a guy flying through the air. And then there's Ice Merchants. Um, and My Year of Dicks, which is, it's kind of like the animated short version of Pen15, is how I would describe that. And then there's An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake, and I Think I Believe It, which uh, is stop-motion animated, and it looks, it has the vibe of an Aardman animated uh, piece of entertainment. That, that's my favorite of the bunch, and I think that one's going to win. Uh, moving on to live-action short, we've got An Irish Goodbye, which is very Irish. Uh, looks like it was entirely produced in the Emerald Isle uh, with an all-Irish cash, 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 green, an all-Irish cast, uh, very thick accents. Uh, we've got Eva Lou. Uh, what was that one? Oh, that one was Danish. Um, oh, but yeah, I think it with like um, the in- indigenous uh, group of Danes. I don't know what the uh, that that one's kind of slice of life. Then we got Le Poupille. I think that's how you pronounce it. That's my my French isn't at an expert level. That's about a bunch of schoolgirls. That one's kind of pretty amusing. We've got Night Ride. Uh, that one, oh, what was that? Norwegian? Yeah, Norwegian. This woman, like, accidentally uh, steals, a, oh, she accidentally commandeers a tram, goes for a drive, and then an incident happens. And then we've got the Red Suitcase, which is about this uh, teenage girl from Iran. Yeah, she, she rides in 
Luxembourg because she's supposed to be her family has like sold her off to this guy to marry her, but she's trying to escape. And and that was my favorite of the bunch. Uh, I felt like um, like in the way that a lot of short films are, I felt like a proof of concept for a potential feature film. Where it was kind of like, oh well, now what happens next? I want to know. Uh, the one could win. I my prediction. I'm leaning towards Le Pupil. Um, I'm thinking a lot of uh, voters just won't be able to resist the, these uh, those girls. Uh, and then as for documentary short, as of right now, I have not watched every single one of them. I've just watched uh, two so far. I'm hoping to see the other three before the the Oscars air. And if that does happen, I'll probably pop in, maybe record a little addendum here and let you know what I think of those. So let me just pause for a couple of seconds so that I can give myself a prompt for where to add that in. Wait a minute. I'll do that later after I've talked about the first two. Let me not. I'm going to hold up two fingers to remind me to do that. Uh, so the ones I've seen so far, I've seen the Elephant Whispers, which is in India is about these these Indian villagers looking after elephants. So uh, yeah, nature often shows up in uh, Oscar-nominated documentaries, nature and animal life. And then we've got the Martha Mitchell effect, which is the name of a psychological phenomenon or, or well, it's, I don't know if you'd call it a phenomenon, but it's, it's something where like a therapist or some kind of medical professional thinks that a patient is delusional, but then it turns out that they've been right all along. And that was named after a one Mrs. Martha Mitchell, who was he was trying to blow the whistle on Watergate back in the day, you know, 50 years ago. And people thought, oh, this is just, uh, she's just a, a kooky wife of uh, John Mitchell, who was Nixon's attorney general. And like, what is this, uh, this political wife talking about? But then uh, it turned out like uh, everything she said uh, was, uh, you know, I think you know how that story goes. Uh, that has been the scandal to that we judge all political scandals since then for the past 50 years anyway uh yeah so those are those two documentary shorts and i'm going to pause for a couple seconds to just remind me to maybe talk about the other three documentary shorts hey it's jeff here yes as teased i did see the other three documentary short nominees so let's run them down quick. Uh, first, we had How Do You Measure a Year, which is not about the Broadway musical Rent, although it does feature a person singing the most famous song from that musical. Instead, it's a series of interviews with the director's daughter, uh, the the director, his name being... Jay Rosenblatt, uh, if you pay attention to documentary shorts, you might remember he was uh, nominated last year in this category as well for a little documentary short called When We Were Bullies, uh, and he's back again. This time it's all about, that one was kind of about a story in his life. This one's all about his daughter. Uh, he's He has an annual interview with her on her birthday from ages 2 to 18, and we see we see her growing up. So, uh, you know, home movies on the big screen. Uh, then next we had Stranger at the Gate, which is about uh, this guy. 
Richard Mac McKinney, who's a former Marine, and he's uh, uh, not sure. He's a little lost when he comes back home, and he just then he decides he's gonna blow up a local mosque. And then he goes in there, and the people in the mosque treat him with disarming kind-heartedness, and uh, he changes his plans completely. This to me, if you tell me that premise, I'd be like, whoa, that's a bit much. Uh, that's like, I'm not sure we can. That, that's a little hard to fully believe. How could, you know, I hope that people can have that sort of change of heart. But, you know, how often does it happen? Apparently it did happen. So there you go. Uh, some hope for the world with that one. And then finally we had Haul Out. Uh, which is about a guy, uh, what's what's his name, um, Maxim Shakalev. He's a marine biologist. Is anyone here a marine biologist? Yes, Maxim is one. And he's um, he's looking after some walruses. And they are, their, uh, their uh, habitat is, uh, is not the way it should be. Um, th- there's a great shot. He opens the door of his little hut. There's this one walrus who's just right up in his face, and then you look out the window, and there's thousands of more walruses. Walruses all the way down. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you're if you're into walruses, that's that's a documentary short for you this year. So what's which of those is gonna win? I don't know. It's I usually say the most inspirational nominee. I'm not sure which one that is this year, but I don't know. I'll guess the Marshall Mitchell, Mar- Marshall Mitchell, Martha Mitchell effect. That that was uh, my favorite of the bunch. So uh, okay, there we go. Back to me. Okay, and yeah, so that those are the Oscar knocking Oscar knocking short films, and also linoleum. Check them out. You might uh, you might enjoy them. Uh, yeah, they don't. Uh, some things that don't get the uh, biggest spotlight, but uh, worth checking out. Uh, that's what I think. You know, if if you're uh, if you're inch, if you're curious, feed that curiosity. Okay, yeah. So as I mentioned, uh, yeah, next week the plan is to have our annual Oscar reaction mini episode. So uh, Aunt Beth will be uh, right there too. Well, uh, I think a certain movie might win a whole bunch of awards. And anyway, okay, uh, you can always follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can support us on Patreon. You can uh, send any feedback or any questions or suggestions to that's entertainmentpodcast.gmail.com. And of course, I recommend that you keep your remotes handy and your eyes open.